All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rewriters Room. We are the men with the pen, the greatest rebookers, the greatest fantasy bookers, all that good shit. It's the boy Armand, journalist, podcaster, editor, red wine enthusiast, um, and yeah, fan of many, mostly black wrestlers. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm hype. I'm here with my guys. How, how y'all feeling? Hey, what's good? It's young old nigga CC in the building. Uh, don't you ever pair that red with no seafood or no chicken. Make sure you pair that with the steak and red meat, okay. just so you know. And if you don't know what that means and you listen to this podcast right now, stop everything you're doing, take a shower, and go hang around some pretty women at a bar. Once COVID, <laughs> once, once it's safe to do that. Once yeah. it's safe to do that. And then nice. come back and listen to this episode. But yeah, man, you know, just here chilling, you know, just just waiting to see what happens. I'm excited, regardless of what happened at the end of Raw. I am excited <laughs> about this year. <laughs> Brother Channing. Uh, what's up, y'all? It's Channing, uh, leader of the recently dubbed Eve Marie Watch. Um, we are <laughs> we are we are small, but we are vigilant. We are incredibly vigilant. And we we thought. We thought Monday was going to be our day. Mm-hmm. We really, we really believe, but it's all right. Yeah. All good things come to those who wait. So we're waiting patiently in the wings. Just, you know, our time is coming. I you feel know, it. You, you know, what was, what was enjoyable for me to see, uh, like there were people outside of us that were talking about Carlito on Monday. They were like, yes, why is Carlito <laughs> not here? Where, where is Carlito? Why is Carlito not pulled? Yeah. I was like, yeah, exactly. Like he's obviously Drew's opponent. Why would you bring back Goldberg? Like Carlito is obviously the one we want to see fight Drew, but I, nigga, do you episode, know, was so prophetic. Oh, I love that episode. It was just so prophetic. Oh, like, it really was. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I don't know. We might have to call Dave Chappelle and get Negro Domus back out here. The way niggas <laughs> predicting shit, bro. Oh, I don't know. I'm Negro Domus. So I just want to say, I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. That's um, on wax. That's on wax. <laughs> so just to get into our, our recap of the shows, uh, this past Raw, Legends Night, I don't really want to talk about SmackDown. SmackDown was whatever. Roman beat up KO again. Jay was okay. being annoying. <laughs> uh, we're going to get a biggie Apollo match. Like, okay, cool, whatever. Raw yeah. Legends Night was real cool. We saw Randy Orton antagonizing everybody. Big Show, Mark Henry, Ric Flair. We saw uh, Melina come back. Tori Wilson was looking quite nice. She has not aged. Point. She was looking exquisite. But at milk. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> But I think the most exciting part was that Drew Keith Lee main event. We saw Keith Lee do a Spanish fly to Drew off the top rope. We saw yes, Drew uh. do a jumping neck breaker and then a, a, a crucifix sunset flip to Keith Lee. You know, Drew obviously retained his title, Claymore kick. And then at the end, my, I mean, I'm not going to call it a, a prediction because I didn't really predict it, but I spoke it into existence. I said, Drew deserves a match with Big Woo, Bill Goldberg. And guess who comes out after Drew retains his title? Big Woo, Bill Goldberg. Now, the segment was very awkward. Like, the stuff Goldberg was saying, it sounded like he was talking to Randy Orton. Like, everything he he thought he was. I was like, I was like, Drew is so respectful to all the legends. Like, all the legends helped Drew beat Randy at Clash of Champions in the ambulance match. So what is Goldberg talking? And then Drew corrected him. He was like, he said something like, I don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. But it was just really, really weird. But all that aside, it's looking like we're going to get Bill versus Drew at uh, Royal Rumble. I'm kind of going out of order, but I mean, I feel like we, we might as well just predict. We talked about it last yeah. week. You know, you, you know my feelings. I, I think Drew should win. But when Bill comes, <laughs> you know what's happening when, when Bill comes back for a, a big pay-per-view. So who who y'all think is going to win the match? Real quick, before we get to that, just want to say, Keith Lee and and Drew put on a motherfucking five. That's a five. five that is an that is five a half. five. Like you, there was nothing wrong, bro. Like if you watch that match and you watch every single spot, like in sequence, you can't point out a fucking flaw. Like the entire thing was even Keith Lee taking the fucking power bomb on the table. When I saw he caught a little bit of the corner, I was like, ooh, maybe they botched yeah, it a little it bit. The nigga popped up. He wasn't yeah. even gripping his lower back. He just got up after he got Claymore kicked and walk away. I was like, I'm sorry. What's happening? Are these two niggas? Like, bro, like, so that right there was fucking amazing. That was probably one of the best, like, bigger guys matches I've ever seen before. That. But I just want to get out of the way. Um, well, actually, on, on the Keith Lee tip, really quick. You know, he's, he, he's, he's new to Raw. He's been on Raw since the, the night of the SummerSlam. It's been like four or five months. Yeah. Honestly, and th- th- this might be premature of me, 
I have no problem with Keith Lee winning the WWE title at some point this year. Like, I, I would like to see him have one more meaningful feud. Like, I, I, I liked his one-off with uh, his couple matches with Orton, beating him at payback. But, like, you give Keith, like, one more meaningful feud, and then you, you give him that title. Like, you, uh, well, whether he beats Drew, whether he beats Bill at some point, I, I don't know what happens. I, I think Keith Lee is ready, personally. I say he beats – I say he beats Goldberg. And speaking of Goldberg, for my predictions, here's what I, here's what I think. Last year, what was it? It was like February 2020. They had him win it or some oh, shit like Goldberg, that. The Beast of Fiend. That was like one of the greatest moments of the year. Super Showdown. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so like that happened, and like in hindsight, I understand why like some decisions were made. But right now, like Drew is like that guy, and like not only is he that guy, like representing the brand to the point where they have him doing commercials, kicking fucking the ass of the 2020 cgi monster or whatever the fuck <laughs> but um he's like he had and like with the smaller guys with the bigger guys the guys same size or like average size guys classics everybody banger after like banger after banger to the point where like in about two years we're gonna have to see like we're gonna have to talk about him the way we talk about roman if he keeps this shit going like we're just gonna have to or whatever so like since he's on that path right now like he doesn't, I feel like he doesn't necessarily need the title, but it would be a dickhead ass move to have Goldberg win it for them, win it from him. I would prefer if Goldberg loses and then at some point later comes and fucks up an opportunity for him, whether it be him losing the title later or whatever, because it's all like, like you don't have to sell Goldberg as a heel. We already don't like him. So like, that's an easy play. I feel like you should just go that route. So my prediction is, WWE for some reason is in the right mind and Drew just retains it somehow or whatever and Goldberg goes away for a little bit but like maybe he comes back and fucks with him. That's my that's my prediction. So I have, I have two things. To your original point about Keith Lee getting the title, I agree with you. He's ready. But his only problem is a logistical one. He's on Raw right now. Yeah. The issue with that is that Everyone knows that before you get your WWE title shot, you have to have a few with either Baron Corbin or Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> and he currently cannot do that because they both of them are all SmackDown. <laughs> and that is what's really blocking him because everyone knows that. You got to go through Corbin before you get that title shot. Everyone knows Wait, that. But, but it seems like they're doing like a really slow type of heel. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one that feels that way. Like, he, like Keith has had more of an edge lately. Like, yeah. his, his interactions with Drew uh, last week, and like the Sheamus stuff, like it seems like he might be slow turning to that monster heel role that Braun was occupying. Cause bro, out. two things in the match or whatever at the start and kind of like a little bit throughout before like it got to the point where they're like hitting each other with moves and then kicking out, whatever. Keith Lee wasn't just beating Drew ass. He looked like he looked mean and nasty, like yeah. or whatever. So like I, I think he it. did, I think he did that intentionally, one. And then two, after the match, Drew like goes for the handshake, Keith Lee gives that nigga the fist. Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, that yeah. seemed intentional also too. So like when you said the slow heel turn, like I'm thinking about how like he was saying like, look, Seamus don't fuck with me or whatever. And then like, he's basically saying like, look, like you said Seamus won't fuck with me, your word is good as shit or whatever. Like it, he's he's gotten to the point where he's just telling niggas like, look, I don't fuck with you. Mm -hmm. So like that's, he's on the path. I can see it and I would love to see Keith Lee as a heel. That would be fire. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see something like it's not exactly the same thing, but something kind of like how they did with Bailey, where it's like I was this happy go lucky bitch for like two years and y'all was not fucking with me. And I I was Keith Lee, I was grinning, I was doing everything, and then y'all still wasn't trying to give me my shot, and now I'm gonna take it. But the second point, and this is it's really three sub points mm -hmm. Keith Lee don't miss, mm -hmm. Drew don't miss. Mm -hmm. But Bill don't show up to lose. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Bill, Bill don't show up to get beat. Unless it's Brock. <laughs> Unless it's Brock. Unless it's Big Brock. And that's like a third time. That, 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 that was one time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah one yeah. time. He's not going to show up for no one off to get beat. So I don't know how they're going to finesse. Drew, Drew might keep the title. Bill might get disqualified. I can definitely see a Brock run in or a Randy run in or something along mm. those lines or a Fiend run in, something like no. that. Where the Fiend's, where the Fiend's uh, like, nah, you, I, got, I got time for you now. Mm. But Bill not losing this match. I don't know how. Damn. Wait, no, wait, wait, sorry. Wait. No, I need Brock. I need the Brock running. I need Brock and Fiend because Fiend got beef with Goldberg. Got beef. Brock got beef with Drew. Like <laughs> that I'm might so be crazy. how you get that off. I am so crazy that I want to see a fatal four way with that. That's how crazy I, I am. am. <laughs> Damn, that match will be insane. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Man, it, it would be funny because it would be like great mixed wrestling mixed with botches and it would just be entertaining. Yeah. You have like 
one and a half good workers in the whole match, like 1.75. You have like Drew, and then you can like put together Bray's half, and then Brock and Goldberg are like 2.25 <laughs> together. But you, so you'd have to like throw a table on Brock, somehow get, <laughs> get Goldberg out the match. It would be crazy. But yeah, I think that's somehow there's going to be a schmoz where Drew may keep the title, but Goldberg comes out looking strong and winning and sets up whatever they're trying to do with Goldberg. I, I don't believe he's coming for a one off, not right now. Yeah, man, it'll it'll be really. I'm I'm looking forward to this Royal Rumble. Just be, you know, for me, there's there's a lot of uncertainty. Like um, they were talking about it on the A show how usually the first person to declare for the Rumble is like pushed as the winner. Last year it was Drew. This year we got Daniel Bryan. I'm not entirely sold on Bryan winning the Rumble this year because he he's such a a guy who likes to put other people over. Like this is what he's called his final run of his career. Like while I would love to see him win a rumble and love to see him face Roman or go to raw and face whoever the champion's going to be. I'm just not entirely convinced yet, but we'll have to see how they build it up. If I had to predict my men's winner and I, I felt this way for a while, a couple options for me, uh, Keith Lee, uh, Matt Riddle, uh, well, Riddle actually like the, the way that raw has been pushing him the way, like he's in so many segments. He's just, He's, he's just very present, and I, I don't yeah. think he's officially declared for the Rumble yet, but I, I feel like he could end up uh, in, in the mix as, as the men's winner. Who, who do you guys think is going to end up uh, winning for the men? I think at 30, you get Brock Lesnar coming in and winning. I think that, to me, that's – and I think you set up just for the show-off of, like, him showing up on Raw and looking at Roman and Drew, like mm. – I think Vince Vince has that picture above his bed. Like, he has that stare down photo. <laughs> like, because you thought it was nice when, like, Batista came back or when, like, Charlotte was looking at Rhea and all three of them. But, like, Brock being like, you know, I got I got wars for both of y'all. I might fuck around and take on both of y'all on a triple threat in Rainy. Like, that kind of potential, I think Vince just cannot help himself. Especially, especially now that, like... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Oh, no, I was going to say, especially since Paul's with Roman now, and Paul was his mouthpiece, so Paul gave you an insight as to what the strategy and thinking was for Brock and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Brock, without Paul, you don't know what the fuck he's going to do, which makes him even more so, dangerous. yeah, I would love to. Oh, man, that's, yeah, that's I'm 100% Vince is, like has that picture slash set up, and he's like, yeah, this is the good shit. 100%. This is the good shit. And, and that's like so crazy because Brock entered at one last year, eliminated yep. like 13 yep. people. So it, it's yep. just so poetic to bring him in at the end when everyone's tired, like like look, people are behind the, the, the Keith Lee train. People yep. like yep. people feel how they feel about Riddle off, off of the screen, but like, you know, I'm sure Riddle's going to put on. So like you have those two going at it, you know, Randy Orton's going to end up in the top four. He's always in, in the to. top four got at the to. Rumble. And then whoever the last person is, it's like, damn, dog. Damn. Like, oh, yeah, damn, like, we're invested. We're invested. And then doom. Rock comes. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. So Matt Riddle and I think Matt Riddle and Keith Lee are kind of going to get are going to cause each other's eliminations in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I, I think Edge is going to cost Randy. The Royal Rumble. Yeah, Got to think of the edge return. The edge yeah, point. that just came back to me. I thought I think that's gonna happen, and I think what's I think there's gonna be another player in there. I mean, amongst all those people, but like Brock's gonna get rid of one of or multiple of those people, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's probably gonna dump out edge and he might get rid of riddle. daniel bryan and then somehow like yeah he's probably gonna throw brock's riddle definitely out. throwing riddle out brock <laughs> and riddle got smoked for each other <laughs> yeah. brock is sending him to god like he's tossing him <laughs> in, into the thunderdome stands but that was F5. another thing about legends night because i was watching it and i was like and then when goldberg came out i was like oh okay crazy the next morning i woke up i was like hold on riddle was there last night how the fuck did that go <laughs> They had to keep Smoke. them separated. They had to Smoke keep them separated. That <laughs> yeah. Goldberg was sipping that moonshine like, yo, don't bring that that, that, that little pothead around you. <laughs> little hippie that. boy. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think Brian doesn't take it. I think, you know, Randy and AJ, they're going to be there to put people over and stuff like that. Another random ass name or whatever. Like, here's, here's two people I think are going to win. I think it's either going to be... Brock, because that's a good point. I think it's either going to be Brock or whatever, because I'm going crazy. I think it's going to be either Brock or Bobby Lashley. And I say oh, that boy. only because Roberto. I don't. Roberto. 
There's <laughs> there's a timeline where Bobby Lashley wins the Royal Rumble, and between that and WrestleMania, a bunch of crazy shit happens. That's all good, and there's a good WrestleMania match. I just don't know how to know how to fill that in, and I feel like somebody had the idea. I don't know if it's actually gonna happen, but it would be dope to see you play it out. So those are my two: Brock and Bobby a con- Lashley. A contract signing with um, MVP and Paul Heyman like talking oh for them. Oh that, that would go. That would go stupid retarded. So like Injected. that's. Yeah, Injected. like that, <laughs> just them talking cash shit to each other. Like, and while Bobby and Rob Roman just sit there, post it up. That, that you could, that could be like a fifteen minute segment in itself. Just them talking. That Honestly, so three hours. Right Make that yeah. the whole, the whole show. The whole show. <laughs> Five different segments, commercial yeah. breaks, back to MVP, <laughs> turn into a debate, like a fucking presidential yeah. debate. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you have two minutes. Paul, you have two minutes. <laughs> Bro, these niggas doing a debate explaining why their their guy's gonna beat the other guy's ass. That, would, that is hilarious. Yeah, you get J versus Cedric, some J versus Cedric feuds in there. Like, yeah, mm. there's actually like a lot you could do with that. Like the Usos versus the Hurt. Like, you could really Look, build man. that out to this like black versus brown dynasty type shit. Like, where you're. That's a you. That's a great point. Uh, I, was, yeah. I was on I was on Twitter the other day, and someone was like, "Yo, I would love to see Samoa Joe join the Hurt business." I was like, "No." I, I, I would like to see Jimmy come back. Samoa Joe join the bloodline. Yes. You give us Samoa Joe versus MVP on the mics. You give us Jimmy and Jay versus Cedric and Shelton. You give us Roman versus Bobby. Like Roman and Bobby have gone <laughs> at it already, but Roman was was what was the baby face. Bobby was still wearing the headband. So the, like, the, you know, they yeah, just yeah, yeah. where they are now. Different Bobby people. Wrestled, another thing, this is why I also said Bobby for Royal Rumble, because I think backstage you see it, whatever. And I don't know if the fans are starting to see it. Like, I don't, I don't, see the talk or whatever bobby wrestles so fucking differently now like and it's good it's a good different like when i was watching him i forgot who he just had that match against but it was a point where i was just like yo chill you might hurt this nigga and then i was like oh okay yeah yeah like it's cooking right now that would be bro yeah melanin mania bring it on i'm there for it (laughs) for the women uh the women's royal rumble i'm 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 not sold completely on this, and this is a wild take. I've talked about it in, in our group chat before. Because, like, uh, anyone on the main roster, I wouldn't really want to see win because it's probably going to be a match that we've seen already. Like, if, if Bailey won, yeah. or if Charlotte ended up winning again, or whoever. My, my thing is, you look at NXT, and I don't know if NXT is going to be involved because of, you know, COVID and all that. Like, they weren't involved in Survivor Series, and a lot of them have been reckless. So I don't know if, you know, Vince is going to want to play around with that. But if you look at Rhea Ripley, she's done in, in, in a NXT. She's beaten everyone. She's wrestled everyone. She held the title already. She's put people over. Like, she's done. It's time for her to come up. I think with her having held the title for a short period of time and then losing it to Charlotte at Mania only for Charlotte to not even hold it that long. And then for EO to win it, it's like you, you give Rhea that look by having her be the first woman on, like on the NXT roster to come up, win the Royal Rumble. And then she decides, do I want to stay and fight EO? Do I want to fight Sasha? Do I want to fight Asuka or, or whoever the champions are going to be after Royal Rumble or Fastlane or Elimination Chamber, whatever they do. I don't know if they're going to do Elimination Chamber and with, you know, we'll, we'll see. Oh. But I think it would be a really good look for Rhea to end up winning it. Like, I, th- I think she's going to be involved regardless. Um, but I, w- I, w- I would love to see that. Wh- wh- what do you guys think for the women? I, I agree with you. I'll keep mine short. Rhea, Rhea winning is good for literally everyone. Like, that's the best option. Because here's the other thing about it, too. If Rhea wins, Charlotte is mad that a newcomer won or whatever. So she has motivation. You know, you know, Becky's still Becky and Sasha's still Sasha. All the other like people, they still have their own other motivations too. But amongst the people that we think are gonna win that we know are the major players or whatever, um, another person who I thought would be the other per- the only other person who I, I would only I would be okay with winning it. Bianca also has motive more motivation now too, because I've been watching her character and they've been She's been put into matches, but she hasn't put herself into, you know what I mean? You know, when like somebody's like, no, nigga, I want to fight you. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think that Rhea winning or whatever, and then going on to like be, you know, kind of be put as like the main person gives the Bianca the the motivation to be like, no, 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 I was here first, motherfucker. Like I should get this shot. And then later down the line, they can have their thing. So I think that works best for both of their characters. And then the main roster people can still be there. They are in NXT people too. Like it works for everyone. yeah yeah chan 
I agree with everything you're saying, but I hate to break it to you guys. It's going to be Lacey Evans. Like, it, it's about <laughs> to happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is about to happen. If, if it's Lacey, if it's Lacey <laughs> Evans, we're going back to the Capitol. I'm sorry. We, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we're we, going anyways, but. Yeah. <laughs> you saw the Ric Flair spot. It's happening. It's happening. You saw that, like, that Cardi B yeah. beat, too, man. I, like, like, it's hard to beat. WWE really might capitalize on that. Like, like, like they might have Lacey Evans come out to fucking Bodak Yellow or something at the Royal Rumble. If, like, if Lacey Evans has the barbs behind her, she's getting the Rumble win. I'm telling you this right now. Make peace with it in your spirit now. It's go- I'm sure they saw that engagement. Pain. They were like, we need to do this right now. We need to jump on this trigger right now. Lacey Minaj, oh my the God. barbs, get the bangs, young money, cash money, the mafia. And she's gonna, and they're gonna set up too. You gonna think you're really about to think Bianca Belair is about. You got to just believe in your soul. Like she like body pressed Bailey out the ring. She has some like wild spot where she took out Charlotte, and it's like her and like Lacey. You thought she got eliminated, but she rolls back in that weak ass women's right, and she's gonna win. When I tell you that fucking finisher, I've seen Charlotte fucking elbow niggas harder than that. Like. I don't no, get, finisher. I don't finisher. like I don't get because here's the thing. The only other person I've I've in my entirety of watching wrestling who had that finisher was a guy who's literally like the biggest person in the world. That's how they were selling it. Sure. So of yeah. course that punch is gonna knock you the fuck out because you're getting you're not even getting hit with a hand, you're getting hit with a fucking amp. <laughs> like, like that's a that's not even a human hand. But for this slightly tall, slender white woman to just punch me in the face and not oh no oh i can't breathe really <laughs> really <laughs> really just telling you i'm just telling you what's gonna happen man i'm just telling you what i've oh, seen gosh. in the cars that's what they're about to do but oh, picture this though lacy comes in at 29 she takes out or like she's with it she's there with bianca whoever number 30 ronda rousey Ooh. Oh, that'll be fire! Now, I'm 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 not entirely convinced Ron is going to come back with COVID. You know, her being box office, like I'm 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 not sure what her relationship is with the WWE right now. Because I I thought she was coming back last year and she didn't. Right. So, like, well, do, do you guys think it's a possibility Ronda would come back this year? Like, so here's the thing. Um, I I live in Florida, so I and I listen to NPR, which uses like a lot of Florida local news and shit like that through the state, so they'll tell you a bunch of shit. And like, there are multiple reports of different like people getting the COVID vaccine or whatever. And they just give it out to like their rich friends and shit like that. Because of, I mean, we know what country you live in. So yeah, like yeah. that's not a surprise. I think honestly, Vince probably is like lobbying or has lobbied to get that vaccine early to get people like get people vaccinated and shit. No question. So I think no it's question. entirely possible <laughs> that niggas will in the WWE will be vaccinated before Royal Rumble and you'll see a bunch of people come out. Honestly, I I can see that happening. It's possible. Yeah. Linda's in the cabinet. I'm sure. I'm oh yeah. Sure. I fucking forgot about oh my I'm god. Sure, I'm sure for a fact this man has access to the vaccine honestly roman probably got it right before he came back roman probably didn't. <laughs> you, you know latrell got it yeah roman, you know latrell got it that's the only reason we got that comeback is because he probably got it like it's probably been a de- done deal done data like yeah yeah and you're so, right isn't his wife black right he probably oh, had Roman's her. wife is black yeah, yeah he yeah. had her. he probably had her on the phone like babe can you yell at these people for real quick and get them come get this for me yeah i'm, I'm yeah. busy lifting <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Roman, uh, I mean, I, I I don't know how much of a discussion this could be. It seems like they're going to do Roman KO again. So it's really just a matter of what the stipulation is going to be. They've done a TLC match. They did a steel cage match. At this point, they got to go like last man standing or like I quit or I don't yes. know. But because like, because we saw with Jay, you know, Roman didn't just do a normal Hell in a Cell match. They did an I quit match within Hell in a Cell and like him being the tribal chief is like, all right, he's kind of unpredictable still. So like, what kind of match could he come up with? Like, you know, they might do like a three stages of Hell. That would be cool to bring back. We haven't yeah. seen we haven't seen a three stages of Hell match since like, I think it was uh, John Cena and Ryback in like 2013 was, was the one. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was funny. <laughs> oh, they did do it in, in NXT. Cole and Ciampa had one. Yes. I knew it was Cole and Gargano. Yeah, yeah, they had right. one. Like them. that, that would be cool to bring back. And if, if, if there's anyone to bring it back, like R- Roman, like R- yeah. Roman, like yo, KO, like, and you I'm know, like, KO crazy as shit. He oh, he's so down. He he'll yeah, he be down. so down for it. So Roman, like, bro, yeah. I, I 
I beat you up twice already. I beat you up every week. I'm just going to beat you in, 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 in three straight matches for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that's the only thing I can see. How about y'all? Punjabi prison. No. <laughs> who's, who, who's the Punjabi person? I don't know. They like just throw that. They like just throw that match around every now and then. Oh just, just for that fight. We haven't had oh one in a couple of years since Randy and uh, gender. So fuck it. Let's just they, they could they could make it a um a Samoan annoy like you know they could like yeah. it's brown to brown. They could get some Samoan word for it and like put surfboards up there and some shit. Like they could figure it out. Not but surfboards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're canceled. But no, I think it's it's probably Kevin Owens. I wish it could be something different. Like I wish we got something fun, but it'll probably be Kevin KO at this point. Because yeah. everyone else is in the rumble. Like Brian's in the rumble. Yeah. Big E's got that internet contact. Like they're not gonna know everyone else is like either booked or in the rumble. So yeah. What do you think, CC? I don't know, man. Like I think the stipulation is gonna be something that looks like it's it can be in Roman's favor that turns out not being in his favor. And then it looks like KO wins, but then Roman still wins. And I don't think Roman still wins with the Jay Uso interruption because if, I mean, like why? Like we see, like after the cage match, I was like, okay, like there, there doesn't need to be any more because this was like the best kind of like interruption that I've seen. Like he handcuffed the nigga and then like Roman came out. So I'm like, okay. Like, there doesn't need to be any more. Like, I think what happens now is, honestly, like, Roman, it, it gets to a thing where, like, Roman just can't be put down. Like, KO gets the edge or whatever, but, like, some little thing happens. Or, like, you know how, like, uh, somebody will do, like, a finisher or some shit off the top rope or, like, through a table or some shit, yeah. and they're yeah. so fucked up that they can't get to, the, to, to pin them for, like, another eight seconds or something like that. I think that happens and then Roman ends up winning or whatever. And then like KO's kind of, I don't know what they're going to do, but like, yeah, I think that's what happens. You know, I just thought about actually, and this would, and they've done this a few times with like a couple of different storylines, but I could see them doing a handicap match, Roman and Jay versus KO and KO pins Jay to win the title. Keeps, keeps, keeps Roman strong. It, it, it allows KO to get his comeuppance on Jay because Jay's been the one messing up every single match since then. And it kind of aligns with the prediction I had last episode where like Roman loses the title because of Jay and then he pulls up to the Rumble like, nah, like I'm I'm, I'm taking Jay's yeah, spot or like I'm in it. No. Um, yes. I wouldn't wait. hate that. Yo, be wait, cool. hold on. Yes. Because now, yes. Yeah. Roman and Brock go, go, go to the Rumble. Fuck mm. yes. Yes, please. Mm, oh my insane. God. Mm. Yes. And then Edge comes back. Like your final six is probably gonna be Roman, Edge, um, Randy, Brock, Matt, Matt Riddle, and fucking Keith Lee. Out that fire final six. Woo! With probably the final eight or whatever, like you throw AJ Styles and a Daniel Bryan. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you probably Ooh. get probably get Rollins in there too. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. yeah he was supposed to return last week and he didn't last week. Yeah. I don't know what so happened. He'll probably be back at some point. definitely gonna be in that rumble on oh, his Messiah man. shit. I, you know, I, I, I still think about his, his entrance last year at number thirty, we're walking up all cocky with Murphy and AOP like that. You know, that, that was just like that. Like <laughs> that was incredible. I've always wanted so much more character. for AOP. So yeah. He's yeah, so man. good at that character. He's so he good at that character. He's killing that shit. He's killing that shit. But uh, our main event, and we kind of spoke about this guy already, so I'm, I'm going to hand it over to Chan to talk about who who we are getting into. So let's 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 do that. So you're next. Uh, we are talking about the one, the only, William Scott Goldberg. Bill Goldberg, mm-hmm. as you know. Um, I guess it depends on how old you are. You might know him more so from his WCW run where he was undefeated, 173 straight wins. That's notable of much. Um, the winning the title against Hulk Hogan, which if you watch any like reaction video, it's like one of the wildest like scenes. Like they're literally throwing trash into the ring. Like it's <laughs> insane watching that match. But you know, goes in the streak, wins the title. It's kind of like always known as like not the best worker, but like has his really great storyline. So he goes to the whole world WCW. A lot of people wrestling wise in like real life and kayfabe don't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. Eventually comes over to WWE. Basically similar things happen where he doesn't go on some undefeated streak, but wins a title, never really sold on him, has some kind of notable feuds with The Rock of, you know, 
whatever. Triple H, which was his title feud, and then the main one being Brock Lesnar for he leaves the company for the first time, which was match WrestleMania 20, um, where both were like everyone knew both of them were leaving the company, like in real life. They were and so the fuck out of that match. Yo, you watch it's a tough watch, bro. Yeah. Because it's like not a great match, and then just like you don't realize how much a crowd plays into a match until you see a crowd just not fucking with a match. It's like worse than like when you see like the beach volleyball or when you see like the Royal Rumble, they're counting to 10 every like four seconds. Like it's just like a complete no so. Yeah. Um, and he goes away, comes back in 2016, as most people nowadays will remember, um, has like the squash match against Brock. No one sees coming, um, has the thing getting rumble, beats KO for universal title. So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, very polarizing wrestler, kind of personally. I like as someone who like just kind of likes the superhero aspect of it. I have always had a soft spot for Goldberg. He's one of my like stable of boys who I've always wanted better for, yeah. like similar to like a Bobby Lashley or like a test, my guy. Um <laughs> yes, that's I just I've just even like or like a Mark Henry, it's like I just wanted some them Vince to love you as much as I do. But like Goldberg is also a case of like he kind of can't do it too. Yeah. Um, and so when thinking about my rewrite, I thought about like what would give Goldberg the most fan acclaim. Cause it wasn't just, to me, it's not just about Goldberg. It's about like how people perceive Goldberg. Right. Um, and so I thought his kind of most fruitful run would have been 2017. Mm-hmm. That's one where he eventually he loses at WrestleMania to Brock for at 34 for the title, but say he goes on and wins. And here's what I came up with. <laughs> Pull out the book. Bro. <laughs> so, Oh, it's a 32. I'm sorry. It's 32. So he wins 32. It was a 33. 33. I'm sorry. 33. So in real life, Brock doesn't actually wrestle the next pay-per-view. In real life, the next pay-per-view is that fatal four-way with Rollins, Reigns, Joe, and Balor, where Joe wins the number one contendership. Mm-hmm. And so I think you have that match on like a, a Raw or something. And then that's his first feud is at payback with Joe. Because I think that match was fire. Like, the way they booked Joe was super hard. He was, like, choking out Paul Heyman and shit, choking out Brock. So I think if you run basically run that same angle where you're making Joe look super tough against Goldberg, and then you have the match, Joe loses, but you make – you have you've built up Joe as kind of like – because this is when Joe had first come up. Like, he came up in January of that year. He was red high after NXT. This is, like, before he got injured. So I think you keep that there. That's fire. I think his next feud is Extreme Rules. I think it's be with Chris Jericho. Mm. Um, I was looking at some stuff in, in WCW, like this is way back. Chris Jericho actually like interrupted and like tried to start a feud with Goldberg. It was like, you don't respect me. You're blocking me from winning. And like WCW, like everybody was like, no, you're not going to get to feud with him. But he like got on TV and started to have a feud. And then when they got to WWE, he kind of rekindles that. And it's like, you're blocking me, basically saying like, you got everything I should have got. And they had like a one-off match. But I think if you build that feud to extreme rules, because also if you remember, the reason why Goldberg got the title in the first place is because Jericho interrupts KO. Like, he's the one who distracts him in that match. So yeah. you have Jericho being like, I'm the reason you even got that shit. You mm-hmm. owe me. And also, we have this smoke going beforehand. It's extreme rules. We can do a nice little extreme rules match, get some weaponry in here. Again, Berg's not the best worker, but we can protect him. You have that kind of built-in thing for, like, you got Joe, who's, like, the marks, like, the wrestling Twitter heads, and you got, like, the old-school wrestling heads with Jericho. Like, oh, we fuck with Jericho. If Jericho will sell on Goldberg. We might be in on Goldberg. And then the next match which I think would really just the je ne sais quoi at Great Balls of Fire, which is truly one of the worst names they have ever came up for a pay-per-view. I don't know what the fuck that was about. You have him take out Roman. And I think you have him take out Roman in a squash match. I think you build up Roman like he's going to be like, thank God we got Roman, da 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 You have Berg squash Roman, which sets you up for SummerSlam 2017. You have the Prince, the Demon King, mm. man who never lost the belt, say, hey, old man, that's mine. What you got belongs to me. Mm. You have Finn Balor go over at SummerSlam a year after he just won the title and didn't ever lose it as the Demon King. Coup de Gras on Berg. One, two, three. He's out of there. Finn Balor's the Universal Champion. That sets up. Also, if you remember that year at, um, at TLC, a one-off banger. I forget who he was scheduled to wrestle, but I think it was Roman Reigns and he got sick. Or maybe um, it was someone else. It was uh, it was supposed to be Finn versus Bray. And then, Bray. And then it was And Finn Bray got sick. Yep. Yeah. And then you get Faye versus AJ. So then at that Survivor Series, AJ's still WWE champion, so you still get that match of them yeah. two at Survivor Series, Balor versus AJ, Bullet Club <laughs> shit, you know. You can book that if you want. And then I think at Mania, Brock comes back and Brock beats Balor for the title, who they've also had a good match too, so that could be yeah. a really good match at Mania, which is like be one of Brock's few good Mania matches, but 
no, that's a different story. Um, so that's what I think. I think you give the give Berg the most interesting people because you have guys like Joe, guys like Joe who can really talk. You got guys, obviously Roman can talk and Roman can go. Like, so you give him good opponents and you build him up as this like legitimate threat instead of just being like, oh, Goldberg's here. He's got to win no matter what the fuck happens. And then also you get to think of you build Balor back up. So that this is also the time where like, after Balor got hurt, it just felt like they really just lost all faith in him. It was just yeah. like, he was out to see. Like, eventually he gets that WrestleMania match, but the Intercontinental title doesn't win it. But, like, I think you also, you do a good job of you bring Balor back into the fold. You see now as champion on NXT how fire Finn Balor is. So, like, I think you give that. I'm a sucker for the Demon King interest also. Like, I'll, I'll pop every time. Like, it's the first time. But I think you build up to that match. And I think that's a fire SummerSlam match. And that's why I would do for Bert. I like that shit. One thing that you said that was really important, you said like you you give him interesting people. And as you're telling the story about Chris Jericho, like I was I was doing like I was going back and read some stuff about this too. Um like they like Chris Jericho had gotten interviewed for uh like talking about the streak and stuff like that and he has quotes about it. And um I was reading some stuff about him too and you brought that up. And I was thinking I was just like, yo, I think as you just said that, I was like Chris Jericho is trying to save Goldberg cuz Chris Jericho <laughs> knows that he's interesting. So he's just like, all right, here's this guy who's not interesting at all. If you put me with him, we both look good because you have me kind of going toe-to-toe with this beast and I don't get squashed in two minutes. And then this guy has an entertaining thing. Like, it works for everybody. Yep. Like, he was trying to – so, like, I think it was a real dick move for Goldberg to not really keep working with him. <laughs> yeah, he blocked his own blessing. Like, what are you thinking about? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, but he doesn't have, like, the best eye for stuff like that. I mean, like, when when Sting and them found him, whatever, like, they told – like, he was like, yeah, I'm not really that interested. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I want to play football. And they're like, bro, no, that's done. Damn, like, your abdomen go, got separated from your <laughs> – like, you – also, you were the – all right, I'm sorry. He was the first person to get cut by the, the Carolina Panthers. He was the yeah. first person to get cut. Yeah. And that was after he had to camp, come back from playing fake Canadian football and all that stuff. Like, nah, bro. But um, I say all that to say, obviously, I love Goldberg, guys. I don't know if you can tell by listening to this. Like, but no, to, to honestly say, when I was a kid, that the figure of Goldberg, like, it was bigger than yeah. who he was. Like, the entrance was super hard. When they they knock on the door and the police walk him out, like, as a kid, that was so hard. Like, it was like, oh, he's a fucking, he's a fucking weapon. Like, he's a yeah. fucking criminal. Like, that's exactly what it is. He felt like a weapon. It was like some, like, I, I mean, like, I think fucking Silence of the Lambs came out the year I was born. So I was too young to, like, watch that. So my next experience with somebody who's like this person that we have to keep away because he's such a fucking beast it was Goldberg that was the first time I'd ever experienced that so like I appreciate that about him which is why I'm gonna go completely the other way with this shit so we're gonna take a trip back to 99 motherfuckers and we're going to WCW yep this is like this is when (laughs) WCW is off the fucking rails I don't know if you know yeah yeah, at this time, there's like three different factions within NWO. Like, it's super yeah. stupid. It doesn't Wolfpack, make any sense. There's the red, white one. Like, like, why? Like, there's a Hollywood, there's the elite. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? Okay. But here's my thing, right? So, like, here's a here's a funny thing. So, like, I don't know if you, I mean, this is pretty infamous for all ref- wrestling fans, and there's like gifts and shit of this or whatever. But when Goldberg had beef with, like, as anyone does, because NWO was half the company at that point um that he had beef with nwo or whatever but like as you know like they kept reforming and shit like that so like they had reformed like kind of in like december or whatever and then like right before christmas goldberg does the infamous put like yeah i'm just gonna put my hand through glass or whatever because nothing's gonna happen and then he cuts his artery and almost loses his entire fucking arm or whatever but my thing is like he went away on injury with that because wcw is so crazy or whatever this is completely within logic for them Goldberg comes back or whatever, you know, he, he comes back or whatever he has, like he's walking out to the ring or whatever. And this time, like he's walking out to the ring, just like, you know, like a little, you know, like a little t-shirt on like a gray t-shirt or something like that, whatever, blah, blah. He comes out, he's about to have a match or whatever with somebody, like you give him somebody like random, whatever. Um, and he has the match or whatever, like things are happening and NWO comes and interrupts as they do or whatever, start beating everybody ass or whatever. And they try to start whooping on Goldberg or whatever, but like Goldberg whoops like a couple of like the guys that they had like on the, the lower parts of the roster. And then like the guys who are on the, the main roster kind of get like a little scared back away or whatever. Um, but then they come in the ring and then like Goldberg just start kind of beating their ass too or whatever. 
And then you, and then after that, like it just goes away for like, you know, maybe a week or two and they're just like, NWO is like really trying to like come fuck with them, right? So then they try to come fuck with them. And I don't know if you guys know this, like NWO would kick people out for the dumbest fucking reasons as yeah. also, and they would also bring people in for the dumbest fucking reasons. So at some point they all go out there or whatever, right? And I think this at this point it's like Hart Hall, um, Nash is still there too, and like a couple of Jeff people, Jarrett, whatever. and Jeff, yeah, Jeff, Jeff fucking, fucking Jarrett. Jarrett. So, <laughs> so this is what uh, you do, or whatever. You have them come back out, or whatever, and they just they say they just want to talk to Goldberg, or whatever. And then at that moment, or whatever, Jeff Jarrett and Bret Hart kick out Hall and Nash and replace oh him with God. Goldberg. Goldberg oh is now God. part of the NWO. They, their reasoning is that Hall and Nash are big guys, but fucking Goldberg is the biggest guy. Why have two big useless guys if we can just have one amazing big guy or whatever? So they get rid of him. But here's the caveat to that. Goldberg is a loner. So what Goldberg ends up doing is Goldberg goes goes through and starts beating the ass of everybody in NWO and kicking people out of the NWO so that it's a singular one person faction. That's that. I am the new world order. <laughs> exactly. And because he's not interesting. So like the only way to make him interesting is have him beat people ass in an interesting way. So yeah, you just make him part like you make him be the you know the head of the NWO. He still has his whole shit with Russo. And then as like when he like like leaves or whatever like fake leaves but like actually leave that's when nwo ends <laughs> you know you know what's crazy is that like that's not actually well two things one i implore any of you to watch any wcw from like 1998 to like night it's like 2001 pure cocaine like just <laughs> i don't know where they got their shit from like it is straight drop nigga truly the, some of the most <laughs> insane like storytelling you'll ever see mm-hmm. but secondly like I wanted something like that because I remember I think it was WrestleMania one the one in New Orleans where Braun brought that little fucking kid up there to be the raw tag team 30, type. Oh my! I think it's thirty four. It's the one in New Orleans. Thirty four. Thirty four. I wish he would have just faced them both himself and won and been like a singular person as the tag team champion. I think that would have made him look so strong. It's like I can I'm the tag team champions, mm-hmm. and I think that's a similar thing you could have done with Berg, where it's like no, I'm the whole faction. Like, that's I, and that's I'm I'll take on all three of y'all. I don't and that's like, exactly where I was going with that shit. It's just like because like I like they used to do like even though they would name the people in NWO who would have matches, what, what they were really setting up is like, you know, the, this person or this group of people who has a problem with NWO faces NWO and the NWO just selects who, who blah, blah, blah. Like at this point, like you could have him, this is how you have him do handicap matches and it'd be interesting or whatever, instead of seeing him just squash people all the time or like only lose when there's an interruption or some shit like that or whatever, just have straight up handicap matches and shit like that. And he just goes on a run of handicap matches. <laughs> it would be fucking fire. Mm. That'd be fire. Except for when he faced Harlem Heat. I wouldn't like that. I mean, <laughs> obviously. And I mean, and then I think Stevie Ray was in NWO at that point too. So like he would have had to kick him out. So who wasn't? NWO is like the bullet club. Like who's not in it? Like, Man, when, I, more, like when, I, when I went over and looked at the list of people who were in there at that time, I was like, the fact that you guys can separate it out by main roster and like mid card and shit like that lets you know there's too many people. <laughs> too many like, people. why is that a thing? It's like, uh, it's basically like, and we could get off it, but like WCW that era is like when people talk about like, oh, they should just let the fans book it. Like this happens, you just let the wrestlers it. book it. When it's like, no, this is what happens. Like, yeah. like, you guys don't give Triple H enough credit for what he does in NXT. Like, cause it could be way worse. <laughs> it could be way crazier. <laughs> That's facts. Uh, I'm gonna go a very, very recent, more recent storyline. So as we know, what we were supposed to get WrestleMania 36, this past year was Roman versus Goldberg. It's a match that we still want. We're looking towards it. Now, Roman, as much as we love him, as much as Vince has tried to push him as the face of WWE, um, Roman loses a lot. And Roman loses at big pay-per-views a lot, too. And he does. <laughs> and it, it, it was looking like, like we all thought it was going to be Roman versus Fiend, and then Goldberg nerfed the Fiend at Super Showdown. So we, get, we, we, we were booked to have Roman versus Goldberg. And everyone thought Roman was going to go over because they were really building up, building him up as a face. Like Roman was super over, like throughout yeah. that, throughout that Corbin. Even if the Corbin feud was annoying, like Roman was super. We were like, "Yo, just get out of that. Like you, you deserve more. Do more." Now you build Roman up as this lovable baby face. You you bring him to Goldberg. They go to Mania, WrestleMania thirty six, Spear versus Spear. Roman loses like similarly to how he lost to Brock at WrestleMania 34, where Brock Brock whooped <laughs> Roman's like ass. six F5, bro. He's bleeding. <laughs> Brock mess. Ass. 
So <laughs> kind of do something similar where Roman takes a bunch of spears, takes a jackhammer, and he loses. And this accelerates Roman's heel turn. Like this Ooh, is a yes, like because yes. Roman like went away and came back as the heel, and like that that was cool. But having mm-hmm. Roman lose and it motivate his heel turn is even better for me. And and then later on, you can return to that Goldberg Roman feud. Now Goldberg on SmackDown means there's there's Braun. Braun was a face, so you would have to turn Braun. Well, I guess since Roman was babyface and Goldberg would kind of be the heel in that match, you can keep Braun as a babyface. Babyface Braun versus Goldberg would be, uh, that'd be whack. That, that'd nah, he got to be a heel. He got to be like heel. there's Corbin. Um, there's there's Brian. Miz and Morrison. There's Miz. Like there's there's, there's a lot of people that Goldberg could squash as, as champion. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Goldberg's first opponent. I, I I would do the Braun match and and just let Goldberg wash him uh, at the next yep. next pay per view was Money in the Bank. So you could have you could have Goldberg wash Braun at Money in the Bank. You, you could run that back a couple times. You could use that to turn Braun heel as well. Like Braun, like man, like what? Like who is this? This old dude? Like blah blah blah, blah whatever. All that. All that. You, you got Morrison, Morrison flipping around the ring. Goldberg, like, yeah, I'm not doing all that. I'm, 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 I'm yeah, right. is, <laughs> is cooking Goldberg on, on the mic for four weeks in a row. And then yep. Goldberg beating him too. Um, but, Dolph Ziggler, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> they had that match. There's Dolph. The match. <laughs> There's Dolph. You could do that. Um, <laughs> you could bring Kofi back. You could bring Kofi. Oh, that would be good. That'd Kofi be good. going for the title as well. Like, there's, there's a lot of dance partners on SmackDown that, that Goldberg could go at. Um, and yeah, I mean, you, you could flip kind of people, you could flip people either way. I, I wouldn't want the title on him that long in 2020. Like, and, and, no. and this is assuming, you know, COVID and the COVID era and the PC doesn't happen. Like, like we still have crowds like Goldberg versus Kofi with a crowd, like people getting behind Kofi, all that, like that, that would be cool. Um, Miz, you know, that would be cool. Morrison, that would be cool. Uh, even like, o- like assuming Otis still wins money no. in the bank. And, and, you, you've and, lost me. You've lost me. Listen, 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 listen. Absolutely not. Well, I'm, Otis I'm, not saying Otis, absolutely I'm not. not saying he successfully cashes in, but like, but he pulls up after a match Goldberg has with the Miz, tries to cash in. Goldberg just looks at him like, what? Spears him, jackhammer wins Otis lose his briefcase I wouldn't want that because you know how I feel about Otis that's my guy but it's just uh, you ultimately want to have like th- this is what they bring Bill back for Bill spoils things Bill spoiled the Fiends run sure Bill did. spoiled Survivor Series for Brock Bill spoiled that Undertaker match yeah, almost killed him. <laughs> yeah but Bill spoiled SummerSlam for Dolph Ziggler so like there's a lot of people who were behind Otis at first and then, like, they were kind of like, mm, he's not, he's barely on TV. He's not really, he, he, he don't be showing off the briefcase like that. He's not a believable money in the bank winner. So who better to get the briefcase off of him than the actual champion at the time? Like, you try to have him cash in, then you have Bill spear the fuck out of him, and he loses the briefcase. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think there will be a lot of opportunity. And, like, honestly, the most interesting part for me, like I said at the beginning, is, like, Bill beating Roman after Roman pulls up, like, I'm next. And then Roman's yeah. like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm about to just turn to the tribal chief. So that, that that's more of an interesting storyline for me than like the actual matches that Goldberg would have with everybody else. Um, right. But like you know, e- even as a guy who likes Braun, I would love to see Goldberg squash Braun. I would love to see Goldberg destroy the Miz because you know how. Oh, he plays Jeff Hardy too. Like right. a nice like extreme oh, rules that extreme yeah. rules. He you have a nice saying? little ladder match where Jeff Hardy like kills himself for Goldberg. Yeah, so fire. there's there's a lot of opportunity with with the guys on in and and we know who came up to SmackDown around uh, when was that? That was like it was it was it was before SummerSlam. Riddle, like, Matthew. I, I, Matthew. I, I, I don't know if Goldberg would have wanted 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 to do it, but if Goldberg knew that he was gonna squash Riddle, he would absolutely jump in that ring with him. So a young man. So here's the thing. Speaking of that, what you just said. Now I see it. I think Drew keeps the title now somehow or whatever, or or maybe he doesn't or whatever. But here's what I want to see. I want to see him keep the title, and I want to see Goldberg also pull up at the Royal Rumble. I want to see Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, <laughs> Edge come oh back, God. make it as fucking – like, I just want to see everything happen. I just want to see all of it at bring once. Bring back Taker at that point. Just bring back yeah, Taker. Yeah, because I don't, here's, the, here's the thing, like – during that, like, I think it's the Ruthless Aggression era or whatever, there was so much talent. Uh, I mean, like, the famous video of, like, all the wrestlers running out the back and then beating each other ass or whatever, and then the next one comes. 
Yeah. Every one of those niggas was like a Hall of Famer, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and then if you go back and watch some of the pay-per-views and Royal Rumbles and shit, it's just like, oh, all these niggas is like Hall of Fame, like, you know, or like half or whatever. So I'm like, oh, let's let's just do that again. I haven't felt like I've watched a Royal Rumble and like seen at least eight people where I was just like, oh, like, I don't know, what, like one of these eight, I'm always like, no, it's going to be one of these three. Like, I already know. <laughs> so yeah. that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, Another thing, oh, I mean, I was just, this is me fantasy booking. Speaking of The Undertaker, I was thinking this is more so for the 2004 run uh-huh. after the Brock thing. If he stays around at that point, Taker is the only place he can go. Because if you yeah. look at that. Taker was in his prime. That, that would have been a good match. Yeah. It would have been an actual good match. Exactly. And WrestleMania 20 is like one of my favorite me too. Like pay per views, it's like such a clean show, top to bottom, yeah. and like you don't at that point you don't. There's, he, I think you're not gonna have him face Eddie Guerrero. Like you're not gonna do that. Like you're not gonna have Goldberg versus Eddie Guerrero. You're not gonna have Goldberg versus Chris Wall. That would be you know, so you, fucking disrespectful to Eddie, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna do that. So like, Undertaker is the really only place. <laughs> yeah, about exactly. to get speared during a frog splash. Like it's over. <laughs> it's over. And so like, really, you're that's not hitting no three amigos on Goldberg. <laughs> you might have right? one, one amigo. No. He's not wrestling that long. Between the the entrances, between Goldberg and then the Lambo will be longer than the actual match. I promise you that. Armand, I'm it's tapping like, into your Negro Domus. I'm tapping into it. Let's hear it. This is what about, oh, this is going to happen. When Montez oh gets a single run, Randy is still going to be there. They're going to have a match. He's going to get uh, Randy on the ground, go for the frog splash. Randy's going to fucking RKO him out the air. Oh, that shit is going to be. And you 100%. know how high that nigga gets. Yeah. It's He'll sell be it too. Amazing. Oh, like, oh, he'll sell like, it. People thought when Randy RKO'd uh, the uh, the white dude uh, Bourne at the Bourne just Bourne on that at, flip uh, Evan yeah. Bourne when he did the the shooting star press. People thought that yeah. was fire. When when Randy Orton jumps up and Elevates. RKO's Montez <laughs> and hey, hey look black excellence like I, I want the best for Montez but yeah, I, I love a good RKO yeah <laughs> and I love a good sell and Montez can fuck you know he's selling you know sell. he's selling the fuck out of yeah. that like come on. Yeah, no. It'll be a good time up until Goldberg comes back and beats Montez for it at WrestleMania 40. Also, another another quick thing I just want to say. I don't know if you guys know this, but we all had three different stories, and but all of them had the same thing, wherein like we had to make the story good and not the matches. We weren't even talking about the actual matches. Yeah, we're the rewriters. Story. Not you know the are gonna be. I can't retrain him. Like, I can't make him a better wrestler. Goldberg is gonna do his little kick. He's gonna do a spear. He's gonna do it another spear. He might do one more spear, and then he's gonna do a jackhammer. Like, bro, go yeah. and watch his first televised match. You know the um the spot the. the wrestlers used to love in the 90s where you know they grab the one guy's hand put it behind the back and they keep reversing bro yeah. they did that for a little bit and then he goes to like pull his arm outward and do that twisty thing or whatever fucking loses grip bro i was like do it. how do you fuck that up you just hold him <laughs> don't even <laughs> when they horse tasered that man on national tv oh shit i forgot about that <laughs> yeah. i was like oh this has gone off the rails now this is this is lost all thread. The thread is gone. They like, tasered hope- him, and then they were like, that's not enough. Let's have a taser match. <laughs> yes. These yeah. big-ass cattle prods. Yes. Nah, but I'll say I, I, I like uh, like season. Well, no, all of us. We all love Goldberg. Like Goldberg, oh, Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Goldberg yeah. was my guy. Like I remember SmackDown. Here comes the pain. He he was ranked ninety. Like people people would always pick Brock. Brock was like ranked a ninety-one, super talented. Yeah. I, you take Goldberg. I'm, I'm watching Brock. I'm watching Brock. Yeah. Um, and I remember, Goldberg, uh, I'll never forget that he had an iconic segment with Brock at a uh, Survivor Series where they were both champions. And like he pulls up, he's like, What's up, champ? Blah, blah, blah. He like scares Brock. And then at the Rumble, bro, Goldberg doesn't have the title anymore. Brock beat Hardcore Holly. Uh, they're, they're interviewing Goldberg, like, Oh, you're number 30. And then Brock pulls up, like, Number 30, man. Like, I, I just beat Hardcore Holly. What are you talking about? And then Brock comes out, interrupts the Rumble. Like, I was like, Yo, like Goldberg gonna whoop your ass, bro. Like you wild. Like you you're barking up the wrong tree, dog. And then at Mania, he whoops his ass. Was ass. <laughs> like Goldberg's my guy. I, I love him. So I, I was I was happy to see my my the thing I spoke into existence uh, come true. Because Goldberg's I, I don't care what nobody. I know people are like oh he's old. He's wearing stuff. He's not doing match. Blah blah blah. It's like bro. Seeing him come back and cook the fiend the way he did was a top fun. moment of 2020 for me. Like wrestling is fun. Yeah, it's not yeah. real sports. This is fake. Yeah. Entertained. Yes, I understand. I understand he couldn't actually beat him up. I get that, (laughs) but I don't care. This is the same person. I thought I liked watching Bray Wyatt fake kill himself on TV. I understand this is fake. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) I want to see the most fun shit. Like I don't need to see. If I want, I I could watch UFC if I wanted to. 
Thanks. I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see all that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. So I, I love Goldberg. I, I can't say it enough. <laughs> Goldberg yeah. is cool. Like, and as, as much as I love Drew, I'm, I'm very high on Drew, but, and I would love to see Drew win. But if Goldberg does some crazy shit and squashes him, I mean, hey, man, it's the game. Yo, what if he surprises us and actually wrestles good? What if, I'm going to have to shut up. If, 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 be if wild. Drew have like a 15 to 20 minute classic, look, man. You get that Brock level match at Mania where they're like just doing other shit. Look, look, all right, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. He could give you that. That is one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. Brock versus <laughs> Goldberg at WrestleMania 33 is one of the, I, I don't care what anybody says, that's one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. When, when He's an all timer. Leapfrog that spear. That was impressive. That was athletic. Goldberg spear Brock through the barricade. Bro, that's that's one of the, I don't care. That's one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. I, that I, is one thing I'll say. People do front on Brock like this man is not lethal. Like bro. people like because you hate him, you like sleep on the fact like, oh, Brock Lesnar, like low, low, not even like high key is probably like one of America's top 20 best athletes. Like, yeah. if we yeah. find to fight some aliens, like, you obviously pick, like, LeBron, but, like, Brock Lesnar's on that list. You're like, okay, I need Bro, some beef. People were just tired of Brock because he was winning all the time. And yeah. Also, yeah, the title key. for, like, 500 days. Like, that's right. it. Brock never, like, he never fell off in the ring. Like, he's, <laughs> he's always been great in the ring. To that point, low-key, low-key, or whatever, if you go back and watch his matches or whatever with people he likes, Brock's no, Brock really, really knows how to make somebody look good. Drew. The Brian, fucking AJ match, man? AJ, Drew, Finn. AJ, Brian, Finn. Uh, uh, the one uh, shit with Ray, too, right? Didn't he have yeah. Ray, the Ray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he both of them, that double six one nine. Yes. Yeah. That match is amazing. Even the Rumble, where, it, like, you see him, like, when you saw, like, Shelton Benjamin coming there, it's like, oh, he about to get to it. Or, like, the spot where he's, like, Lee, Keith Lee comes out, he's like, who the fuck is that? He, like, yeah. he cooked for a minute. Yeah, he, he like, did. <laughs> oh, another, another thing is, uh, on top of that, like, outside of the ring, he, he also sells or whatever. Because Brock Lesnar is supposed to be a monster. After Drew uh, Claymore kicked him or whatever, like three it times. was, like, another, like, five minutes before Brock even stood up. Like, and that yeah, means selling. something. Like, yeah. so, yeah. He fucks yeah, you or something. Yeah. But if, if you're Dean Ambrose, he don't fuck with you. Hate that for you guys. Hate that for you, my guy. You're getting destroyed. You're getting F5. Hate that for you, my guy. Yeah, people, people not even going to remember that y'all had, had that match. Like, no one talks about that Brock Dean match. Like, because it, it, was it wasn't awful. It was an awful match. Brock was no selling <laughs> everything. It was awful. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank y'all for uh, rocking with us for our first season of the Rewriters Room. This has been enjoyable time uh, it's kind of weird to end a season as we start a new year but i promise you we're gonna be back real soon with new guests new storylines new concepts more talk about test more <laughs> more more pointing out of some crazy storylines that might be a little yes. um and just more crazy fantasy booking guys if you guys had to say what your favorite episode of this this season was uh for you personally what, what would it be uh, I really liked the low. Oh, so like the one we recently did, the like the edge one was interesting, but I'd say the draft one. Cause just cause like I just remember that time so like fondly, like growing up, like with wrestling. And so it was just fun to go back and look at the like the roster. Oh, like, mm. yeah, like Brock really just came out here and like seeing it was just like just remembering that time was just like obviously anything when you're a kid just seems better. But it's just like remembering, like, yeah, wrestling was just like like you're saying every week, like you could get just a casual like Chris Benoit, you know, Triple H, SmackDown main event, just casually, just for nothing. Like, and it was just like, yeah, that era was just so great. Yeah, CC. Um, honestly, I'm going to say, it's this is really weird. I'm going to say this one, um, and this is why, because uh, I feel like there's a lot of things being set up with our fantasy booking. And our fantasy booking is like, this, this episode... We've got, here's the thing. We've gotten better at our fantasy booking this sure. entire thing, right? Or whatever, and we always do. But we're getting to scary levels right now. And I think <laughs> what we're about to start doing is what the Simpsons have done. Because I don't know if you guys checked. They just found out, too, that they predicted yesterday on wow. the Simpsons, basically. And they were yeah. off by, like, 15 days, I think, only. They predicted the exact year, exact month, but they were only off by, like I think, like, 15 days. That's so awesome. I think we're about to become the Simpsons. So yeah. I'm gonna this episode... And, and probably a little bit last episode because our mind, you were Negro Domus or whatever. And honestly, mm -hmm. I think at least four of the things that we said in this episode are gonna happen. I don't know which of them they're gonna be, yeah. but it's gonna be that. So yeah. Yeah, uh, I would say my personal favorite is the first one, the Brock episode, just because like that was what kind of really 
influence me to want to like take our the fancy booking we do in the group chat like and make it into a show because i was thinking of like our concept this entire time like you know well before we started like well what are we going to do and i just always thought brock leaving in 2004 like brock could have had a crazy run after that the brock batista match so that's just just that being our the thing we opened the show with and then i really enjoyed the uh the undertaker episode with uh Chan. yeah Cam booking Bobby Lashley, you with the crazy Triple H match. I had to do it. I had to do it. (laughs) So it's it's definitely a tie for me. But uh, yeah, it's been really, really fun booking and rebooking and fancy booking for y'all. We we will be back very, very soon. We want to thank the A Show Network for hosting us. We want to thank J Five Meals and Caleb for pulling up. Next year we're bringing Cyrus. Next season we're bringing Cyrus. Next season, we're going to bring Dion. We, we, we might, you don't know who we're going to bring. You don't know what we're going to do, but the rewriters are nuts. Um, <laughs> until then, you know, make sure y'all tap into the A Show, War Report, Spot Callers, G Show, The Lookout, Black Variant. Check out RNC Cooks on social media. Check out RSPN. Um, drink, drink water, wear your mask, brush your teeth, uh, <laughs> floss. Drink some red wine. I need to get a refill, actually. Um, But yeah, shout out to y'all for staying with us. And uh, we will be back very, very soon. Thank y'all. Steve.